Mic check, check, check. What up, what up? Once again, thanks for tuning in. This is the Activated Podcast, as always. Uh, your host, Ibu, and uh, another week. Uh, it's been a while, actually, since I got on here by myself. I, I just Before we even get into today's episode, I want to thank all of my previous guests for coming and showing me love and, and um, bringing a lot of insight in terms of the dialogue that we have. has been incredible, so shout out to Amelia, uh, shout out to Sarah and Anissa, and... Um, and shout out to Samira. Shit, I'm forgetting. It's been like a month, but uh, thanks again, uh, you guys, for coming in. And, you know, just sharing your little stories with me, you know what I'm saying, my audience, and uh, they appreciate that a lot. And uh, also, before I get into it, uh, actually, I got a bunch of people to thank today. Like I said, I haven't had a chance to get on here by myself in a while, so this will be the opportunity that I take. Uh, number one, as always, uh, last weekend I did a photo shoot. Shout out to Pixelmate um, for always holding me down. Like I said, all the visuals that you guys see, uh, when you see me with little professional pictures on my Facebook or whatever, that comes Pixelmate. Uh, so for all your needs, if you need a photo shoot, whatever you need, uh, incredible, incredible, incredible talent. So please make sure you reach out to her. On Instagram, it is Pixelmate, just like you hear, P-I-X-E-L. Mate And uh, number two Shout out to Josine for Actually she sponsored this week's episode By providing me two brand new mics I really really appreciate that You didn't have to do that But like I said um, You know the support really comes from people To really rock with you You know what I mean So we didn't have to go out there And try to get the biggest sponsor You know what I mean So uh, she did get a free activated podcast for that And then she decided You know what I would help you out by buying you mics So right now uh, actually, I think all the mics that I got, except for one, has all, all been uh, gifts that were given to me. And in return, I give you a free shirt. Uh, you know, support is good. And when it comes from people that you really, uh, the respect what you do, it even goes much further. You know what I mean? So the support definitely starts at a very base level, if I could say. You know what I mean? These are my friends that I've known for a long time. And now that I'm trying to do something and they decide, you know what? Besides just saying we're going to support you and repost it, we'll just put money behind you. So I really, really appreciate that. And by the way, Josine does hair. So for all of y'all that are looking to get your hair done, she's been doing it for over 13 years. You know what I mean? You could definitely reach out to her. Uh, Instagram is hair by Josine, which is spelled J-O-S, no, sorry, J-O-C-I-N-E. Or you could just go on my Instagram. I'll make sure to tag them from this week's episode. And lastly, I got a call last week. I will be hosting uh, my first show ever. So if you rock it with me, once again, this is an opportunity for you to come out there. And, uh, you know what I mean, just show support. So my first time going up there and actually hosting the show, uh, there's a series of Black History Concert Series is what it's called, uh, starting, I believe, this Friday. So every Friday in February inside the Royal York Museum Once again, inside the Royal Ontario Museum. So I believe if you're able to get there, then there should be signs and things like that. So I'll be hosting the February 9th show. So if you are in the city of Toronto, please uh, come out and show love and show support. This is Black History Month. I mean, this is our month to really make noise and disturb peace for as much as we can. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm excited. I can't wait for it. Um, come out and uh, show love. And also, two notable shout-outs as well. I want to shout out Lana, and I want to shout out Natula for purchasing uh, Activated Podcast sweaters. What I was trying to really tell people is that these are not really, like, I'm not selling these for profit, uh, but the idea behind it is if you, once again, if you rock with the show, if you support it, you know, it's $10, $20, it's not much. Essentially, is whatever I get for them, 
and then I'll be able to just give it to y'all so y'all could wear it and show support. And then, you know, and then we start to put the money towards, you know, buying new equipment, whatever whatever it is. So uh, the support greatly appreciated. Like I said, uh, shout out to both of y'all for purchasing your sweaters last week. Um, I appreciate it. So when y'all do put it on and take pictures, um, make sure to send it to me. So Black History Month, um, I just want to salute everybody out there, every person uh, that's black. I mean, this is your month. Whatever you got to do to... Um, Celebrate, do it. Uh, also, Black Panther's coming out. And uh, actually, I'm going to go watch it, and I'm going to throw on some on an African attire. So I've been inspired to do that. So I'm going to go watch it. And by the way, if you are planning to go and watch a movie, make sure you get your tickets early, too, because I hear it's selling out everywhere. I know in Toronto, you might still be able to get it, but personally, I won't wait too long after this. So that's all I had on mind for that. So thank you. Hopefully, I didn't miss anybody. But if I do, we'll always catch you up. Uh, next episode or whatever it is So, today, short, brief I'm going to get to the point A uh, couple of things I want to talk about uh, The first thing today that I really want to get into Is a book that I've been reading uh, This book, and I've heard about it before uh, It's called The Four Agreements And uh, a couple of weeks ago I went to a work conference And they gave these out for free And I always heard about the book But I never took the time out to go and and research or anything like that. But when I got the book, I took it as a sign, as a sign that there's really something in here that I needed to read. It's a very short read. I'm holding the book as we speak, and it's about 120 pages, right? Uh, I'm actually halfway done, but the reason I haven't finished it because um, I've been excited to read it, so I don't want to read it all at once. I kind of want to, like, read one chapter at a time and and really digest the information before I read the whole thing. So, so far, I read the first chapter, and it really stuck with me. So the first chapter, uh, I'll give you a brief uh, kind of like what was, I mean, the essentially four agreements is, I guess, four things that we agree with, whatever it is. Uh, the first one is be impeccable with your word. Now, this stuck with me because I've always channeled and I've always been the guy that really, uh, I spoke my mind in many ways, but I think what's most important than speaking your mind is saying things that, that add values to other people or your environment. So um, essentially, when I first started speaking my mind a long, long time ago, and Facebook can attest to this, I used to say things that would come up to my mind, but I really, I never thought about what what is the end effect of things I was saying. Now I'm a little bit more conscious, and not to say that I've cleaned up my act or anything like that, but I try to say things that are really... Uh, you know, to kind of stir somebody else's mind and to hold a certain type of, me you know, meaning, something meaningful behind what I'm saying. So not just going out there, because I know right now it's super trendy that we, um, everybody wants to say things with shock value, right? Uh, memes is really hot right now, so like New Year memes is, was going crazy. Everybody's really following that trend. But, and to, to be honest with you, I think a lot of us are really, that is not us. You can tell when somebody's not really saying things uh, because it came from a place, but more like, you know, they have saw it somewhere and they just decided to kind of, you know, it's cool. They're going to get a few likes. They're going to post it up. So in the book, it talk about that everything that we think we're going through, essentially in that first chapter, is that everything is made up and that your word is impeccable. Impeccable, and I think in meaning without sin or something like that. I really don't want to give you everything because, you know, if you are interested, I want you to go read it yourself. But essentially, your word is like magic, right? 
magic in the sense that your word could cast a spell on somebody. Your word can change somebody's trajectory of their life entirely, which is which is incredible because you can motivate somebody or you can make somebody feel like shit. And this is not even temporarily. This is this could potentially be for their whole life. Right. So, for example, um, growing up, I used to I got into a situation where it was it was mostly um, so at first I was getting bullied. Right. There was a year that I went through that I was getting bullied constantly. And then I realized that's a shitty feeling to feel. So I came up with jokes. Right. This this is the way that I dealt with um, almost turning the, the attention away from me. So. Uh, I got. I want to. I don't want to say I got funny, but I got. I really had to be quick on my mind and quick with the responses growing up. So uh, after that, I went from almost defending myself with my words to becoming. Uh, I want to say almost a bully because then it went from like, oh yeah, people saying things, so I needed a reply to like now I was sometimes initiated as well, just because I knew at some point in time I started to master my words, right? And now that I realize that because I might, uh, you know, I might be better at reply or whatever it is, it really needs to start, I need to channel that in a more positive kind of impact, right? So instead of like, you know, talking shit about people all the time, you really want to use that to almost unleash somebody's um, full potential, like the beast that's sleeping inside of them. So, for example, a little girl that's sitting there and is singing in her house, right? She's there. She's singing a little song. Her mom comes from work. Long day. She's annoyed. Uh, you know, she didn't have the best of the day. And all of a sudden, she yell at her daughter and, so, and go, man, shut up. Your voice is ugly. Shut the hell up. Or whatever it is, right? So now, from that point on, she kind of casts a spell on this little girl. So that being said... Uh, the little girl now believes, right? So the agreement is really like, is you agreeing with something that is said to you? So if somebody comes to you and say, you're ugly, and you agree with that, you've now, somebody put a spell on you, in a sense. Because you'll go through your, your whole life thinking about it, like, damn, you know, I might really be ugly. Like, this is a, sub a subconscious thing that happens. Now, if you meet somebody 10 years later, and they start saying, yo, you're the most beautiful girl I ever met, like, you're beautiful, and they start to put that in you, then you start to believe in that. So at some point in time, uh, your confidence grows, and then you go, now, nah, fuck that. I'm not ugly. I'm actually, I'm, I am actually beautiful. So that being said, this is what we talk about where being impeccable with your words. So we got to really gauge things that we say. We got to gauge how we say it. Now, it might not always be in the best delivery method, but I think it's important to assess that whatever you said to somebody could make or break their day or, you know, just really being mindful as to where your words land, right? The perfect example, which it talks about in the book, and this is what clicked for me, is uh, when they were talking about Hitler. Hitler literally killed millions of people by just starting to um, put this propaganda out there saying Jews are bad or whatever that was at the time, or they are our inferior um, version of a human being or whatever. So by saying that and constantly putting that in there, people 
at that point they made an agreement to agree with what he was saying. So that resonated with them to the point that people actually believed at the time that Jews were inferior, and then that led to a million of them killed, um, displacement. I mean, that almost changed. That didn't almost change. That did change history of the world. So when we talk about being impeccable with your word, this is exactly what that is. So that is one of the first four agreements in there. Like I said, I read the first one, and I'm just digesting it and going through um, my day with it. And I really highly recommend you picking this up. I mean, I got this for free. So if one of y'all want to borrow it after I'm done, that's no problem. But I think it costs, uh, on the book it says about $18. So if you got $20 to spare, I mean, that is what you pay to get in a club anyways. Um, you can kind of spend it and really get to understand uh, what's going on out there. And incredible. I mean, I like to read, but this is really it's an easy read to get through. So that's the first thing um, that I wanted to get through. And secondly, I haven't been on here in a while, so I, I know in, in the first couple of podcasts I will share with y'all stories. So for this week, I want to share with y'all a story, and this probably happened like two, three days ago. I want to talk a little bit about hate. I want to talk about the hatred that people have in them. Now, to my belief, I've never been a hating dude. Like, I, I've I've never, and for those of y'all that listen to this and y'all know me on a personal level, y'all can attest to this, I've never been the guy to to look at somebody's life as if, oh, man, he living better than me. I want to be like him. If anything, I think when you see people doing well in life, that sort of, sh- that should motivate you to increase your drive or whatever it is you want to attain, you know what I mean? Because I also know that things that are, that are precious to me that are most important to me, it's not important to a lot of people. So in the past maybe a couple of weeks, obviously going through the podcast and we were like episode 13, 14, I think 13, anyways. And um, I think the perception of some is that they feel as though things are changing, right? Now, this is something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. So, And I've had conversation with my immediate circle about it. So it was it was just a it was just a matter of time and you know I'm solely still going through the transition right this is a people platform I mean I talk to anybody that really want to come up here cuz I feel like we could learn from everybody the purpose behind this is never to be rich not to gain more popularity right because in my own circle in my own life I've always been pretty popular and this is not to like put an emphasis on that but it's rare that schools I've been to or circles that I've been in like, I've always stood out in whichever way, right? So um, it's definitely not to be popular. Plus, we do this Afrofest after party every year. Um, I meet way more, you know what I mean? So it's, it was never that for me. Now, the one thing that I noticed is that um, there's a lot of hatred that are coming through that, and that is because people have always probably never had the best intentions for you or for me in this example and it's slowly starting to come out, and it's it's pure hate. Because you got to see some of the messages that I get now. And what's weird is um, when it comes from somebody that you know, right? The story I'm about to share with you is a young lady. Actually, she's not young. She's older than me. But somebody that I dated when I was 21, right? 21, she's about 28. And um, going through this, this person has really never been that supportive to start with. And... Um, 
it's weird that when we posting shit. So I, I be posting shit on my snap. My snap, I don't have a bunch of people on there that don't really know me. Like it's obviously snap is like the most private part of anything. So when you want to do your promo and things like that, you might do it on Instagram. But my snap is is super. I mean, it's a lot of people on there, but still, there's a certain um, audience that's on it. So as I'm going through, um, I think I've, I've gotten some. I can't remember what I posted. Now, if you know me, you know that my posts are meant to stir a feeling out of you. So I say things kind of like my whole own view per se. So whenever you say, if you go in there and and I go, oh, all the all the redhead chicks got I don't know got small hands, for example, and then you go ahead and you read that and that resonate with you, right? That means that. You might feel a way, or you might not, and that also means that I might be talking about you, and I might not. But it's for me, it's never a personal attack to anybody because if I have a personal problem with somebody, nine out of ten times I will go see him. I will pick up the phone. That's just the type of dude I am. So I don't resolve conflicts on Snapchat or Instagram. That's not me. So and you know, this person she decided to. Uh, feel jaded And I think What I was really Talking about is I was talking about Actually the irony Behind the story Is that I was Putting on it That if you Sometimes you gotta Leave your social medias Off private So that those That have Ill feelings Towards you Can see you shine I mean That's the most Basic shit uh, It came to my mind I put it out there And I think Almost a day later Cause it stays on it For 24 hours you know, I got a response. Um, I think the initial was saying that, hey, you talk too much, blah, blah, blah. And I think my response would have been, I think it was, uh, yeah, this is why I do a podcast because I won't talk. Cool. And then it proceeded. It just escalated from there. Um, and I had posted on my Snapchat. So if you didn't see it, essentially it's, it's, it's a brief exchange where she called me a bitch. And I was shocked. Now, it's deeper than that. I can't really remember what it was, but... I instantly started to think, why would somebody, number one, let's be clear, these words I do not use against women. I've never in my life called a woman a bitch. And I think even when I initially meet a young lady, I think the first conversation that we have is that, hey, you know what? Here's what I'm okay with. Here's what I'm not okay with. And I think calling somebody out of their name is something that I never played with. This is not me. I wouldn't do it to you. So I expect the same courtesy. So, and keep in mind that this person, I've known him when I was 21. I'm 28 currently. So, for seven years, I feel like uh, the trajectory of their life has been the same. So, now, that being said is that when you feel, and this is all a perception because contrary to belief, whatever success you think somebody's getting, you could be on par, you could be way off, right? So, the perception could be is because you're seeing this thing now, you think that, it's working now, or whatever it is, but really and truly, my most successful moments have never been posted on social media. That's not me. I, don't, I could care less for all the hooplas and, you know, it's crazy is that as we're talking about this, like I, I even seen people post uh, being a homeowner in their Instagram bio, which to me is ludicrous because I don't understand why we demand so much support from strangers. My support system comes from my family, my friends, and those that really know me. Like, you know, your inner circle, which is what you should really draw from. Not like, I mean, it's, it, it, it's, it's incredible for me because since I started doing this, I've had strangers reach out to me. 
uh, wanted to come on the platform and things like that. Or they might have listened to one episode and be like, yo, I understand. Um, oh, man, when you talk about this kind of thing, I could kind of relate to it, which is cool. But for somebody to know me for that many years and to say these kind of things, um, I really I couldn't make sense of it at first, but then I started to think. So when I was 21, we work at the same job. She still works there, right? And this is not to throw shades. Uh, but since then, I've I've completely not to say I've turned my life around, but I'm in a I'm in a way different space mentally, physically, and things that I've been able to sort of like baby accomplishment that I've been able to do uh, throughout the course of these seven years now. And I really don't want to make this personal, but it felt personal to me. And I couldn't associate it with anything else other than she just hated. You know what I mean? Like, she is in a space in her life. And I'm not trying to get personal, but you could look at it and go, man, she probably feels like for the last seven years, she's been in a standstill while she could see me continue to grow and evolve as a young man or as a person. Now, I'm not... Success doesn't come from, for me, it's not about the money or, or things like that. Nothing to do with that. But it's just, see, when you're chasing something that you really want and there's no amount of distractions that could kick you off your path, that is success in the making. Now, whether or not you get to that feeling, the two worst things you can ever have in life is regret and fear. Because regret, you'll definitely never get over it. 30 years from now, I promise you, and anybody listening to this, you might be able to attest to this. Things that you never take a shot at always come back and haunt you. That girl that you saw at the mall that you did not want to get her phone number, you're like, damn. Because it's easier to get the no because at that point you realize, okay, so no, I got to figure out another way. But if you never know that by taking a shot whether or not you're going to make it, that kind of haunts you forever. So... For whatever reason, if she sat there and she has not accomplished whatever she was looking to do, and in seven years it looks like I went from A to whatever in her eye, and like I said, this is all perception because you really don't know. I don't want it to associate my success for it, having a podcast because that's not really the point of this, but if she has looked at it for a second and turned that into it, um, I could see why it eats you alive, and sometimes the hate, Listen, the more hate you keep bottling inside of you, eventually it's going to come out. It's like shaking a Coke bottle and then trying to slowly open it. It doesn't come out slowly. It comes out all at once. So uh, after the exchange, it was really unfortunate. So you, you also got to assess. Uh, right now, you, you're sitting, whatever you're looking, just look around you. Out of 10 people, there's going to be three that really don't fuck with you, but they have not made up their mind yet. And... As long as your inner circle or your friends can gauge that you guys are on the same level, they continue to be friends with you. The moment that they assess and they could kind of see, like, wait a minute, you just dumped up five points higher than me, and it looks like you are going to be better or do better, people start to, you know what I'm saying? Like, people start to really show their true colors. And it's, you know, better soon than never because... The sooner I know, the sooner I can get rid of you. So officially, um, and the irony of that, because I was talking about you got to let people really see you shine, I ended up blocking her. She's blocking all my social media. Uh, but sooner enough, if we get to where we need to get, she'll still 
hear the noise and see us do great things. And when I mean us, it's me and everybody else. To obviously, this is a full circle thing. Everybody else to come. This is not just about me. And I'm never trying to make this about me. This is just things that I learned. I'm trying to share it with y'all. So she'll see us become more and more successful and hopefully achieving certain things and we'll be able to empower our community and give back you know what i mean so uh that's my little story on the situation like i said if you are on my snapchat you probably i print screen the message and i put it out there because i always tell people you know this shit looks fun until you start to get like hatred message and you can't really decipher like where is that coming from you know what i mean because these are people that you thought you could rely on but at the end of the day it is what it is people gonna rock with you uh, as the amazing Charlemagne says, three gonna fuck with you, three not gonna fuck with you, and four won't even give a fuck. Sorry, I gotta use profanity, but four won't care. So out of ten, you always gotta assess that your your target is thirty percent, and you gotta look at it this way too. When you post a picture, thirty percent people like it. When you whatever you are, it's always a thirty percent chance uh, that those will really rock with it. So for all the haters out there, please continue to hate because. Uh, we sometimes you are the extra motivation that we get and uh, we become great while y'all still lingering around trying to figure out your life right cool so also um, to close things up I decided to bring uh, there's somebody that really wanted to get on the podcast right and he's been sitting across from me um, hearing me talk for the last 20 minutes and y'all heard me talk about him many times on the podcast because I think when we talk about influencing the next generation, uh, my little brother, who's half my age, uh, as he's the immediate response to that. So a lot of the things, I got to get my act together, not because sometimes I want to, right? But it's because I know deep down inside or subconsciously, he learns from my behavior. And he might not understand all of it or even understand what he's doing. Of course not. Um but this is very important. So I told him he's going to come up here uh, for like five, ten minutes because I know he ain't got nothing to talk about, really. <laughs> so what's up? Say what's up to the people. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> so you trying to sound cool as shit? Like your, your voice deeper and shit? You growing a mustache? I'm not. Sure what can I say, man? So what's your, t- tell people your name. My name is Abdu Clinton. That's it? But w- Yeah. So what is your middle name? Um, so I, I have this little thing with him because he obviously he's growing up, right? And um, his first name is Abdu, right? You can say yes to that? Yeah. But what do you prefer when, for people to call you? Clinton. Why do you prefer Clinton over Abdu? Because I feel like Clinton is like my, my identity because I feel like Abdu is my grandfather's name. Oh, Really? That is, Abdu was my grandfather's name that was passed on to him. But that's interesting you say that. And I'm asking you this because what I always tell him is that we come from a certain, we we have a heritage, like, right? We come from Niger. This is where we're from. And then our parents came over and then that came out of that. We were born here. You were born here in, in the U.S. or whatever. But what's most importantly is when you walk around, you are a young black man, right? So maybe you don't understand it now, but the most important thing is understanding that five, ten years from now, right, 
when you're going somewhere, you're you're almost you almost become you lose your identity a little bit. And then on top of it is that um, when you have kids and they have kids and they start to like you start calling them Mike, uh, I don't know Smith, whatever, like that gets removed from what your lineage is and where you actually originally come from. So instead of, and, and I can relate to him a little bit because I know kids are a little mean, right? Like, do people make fun of your name at all? Or you just a cool guy? Nah, no one makes fun of my name. Yeah, I mean, he plays ball, so he might be part of the, are you a bully at school? Nah, I don't bully kids. You sure? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, if I see a kid. <laughs> he a does kid. some dumb shit on Snapchat, and I sometimes got to call him out on it. Uh, but it's a kid. He's learning. But I always tell him when it comes to your name, this is, I mean, before anything else, after you're born, this is the, this is your history, right? And you think about it when you start to achieve great things in life, which I hope you do, is that the name that you want to be associated with that is Abdu. Because Abdu gets traced back to originally where you're from. Clinton get lost in translation a little bit. You know what I mean? So, I mean, he, like I said, he's... How old are you now? Fifteen. See, fifteen. He not. It's not gonna make sense to him. But like I said, it's continuously putting that in this subconscious. So then, when he is ready to, you know, what I mean, all this thing I always tell him, everything I tell you will make sense in the future, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you. I thought you were about to keep talking. Uh. So let me ask you this, right? What is. F- how hard do you think I am on you as an older brother? Uh, to be honest, I guess you're, like, pretty hard. But, like, sometimes, like, I guess when you're super mad, like, you, you show signs that as if, like, you, didn't, you don't care. But, like, I know you still care, I guess. I guess, like, if I would have, uh, power, like, out of 10, I'll give you, like, a 8.5. I'm an 8.5? Yeah. Do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing? Like, in my head, like, I'd probably say it's a bad thing, but, like, low-key is probably a good thing, but, like, sometimes it can't, it can get, it gets annoying, like. It gets annoying when I tell you to clean up your room? Nah, 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 nah. Like, when you tell me to go shovel the driveway, then those kind of things. Yo, come wash my plate. <laughs> So subconsciously, like I said, once again, I'm trying to teach you responsibilities. I'm trying to get you to, because everything that you do is a habit. Everything that you learn is a habit. Uh, Changing tires. Whenever we go over the seasons and then I change my tires, I always tell them, come with me, uh, come help me out. Because I know grown adults that have never changed tires in their whole life. So you got to understand, when you get there's certain skills that you start to pick up as a young man that when you get to my age, you're able to function better in society because you've subconsciously I've learned these skills do hate shoveling the driveway it'll be like 16 inches of snow outside and he don't want to shovel the driveway and I don't understand why he be upstairs he got all types of excuses but then what happens when you buy your own house and you become the 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 man of your household who's going to shovel your driveway when you got kids and wife I ain't going to have that problem because I'm going to buy a snow machine I'm going to get that machine <laughs> this thing is crazy <laughs> so you're going to be rich to buy a snow machine? Not even rich. That's an investment. You know how much a snow machine costs? Nope. And, you, and you're going to buy it? In 
investment. You're you're confident. But let me ask you this: What do you want to become when you grow up? No Have com- you thought about that? No comment. <laughs> what you mean no comment? <laughs> this ain't no no comment. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this ain't no no comment shit. Like, I had one idea, yeah. then I didn't. I, Talk to me. What's your idea? What What is the idea? Let me hear it. Uh, when I was, like, in grade three, but, like, I said I want to be a lawyer, but the only reason why I said that is because at school, mine had career day, and I came to school with a suit and everything. I'm, no, no, I, actually, I came to school as a basketball player. Then, like, I know Recently, when I started thinking about reality, and like, I don't really want to be a lawyer. And then that was that that was giving me the idea of an architect, but I don't know. Cause he said like I draw nice. Yeah. So you kind of want to do kind of what I what I'm doing. I guess. I'm think I'm still thinking about it. But what do you think your passions come from? Like what what do you, what are you passionate about? If you've able to identify that at all. If you could think of something. Drawing, that's it? Yeah, I guess. I used to like drawing. I still draw one, too. Okay. So he's at that age where he's even exploring. Uh, do you have a girlfriend? Nah. <laughs> you bet. My dream is still popping. <laughs> Anyways, okay, cool. That's your little five minutes, Sean. That's it. Anything else you want to say? You want to be anything else? No, I'm good. Are you going to come back? Are you going to have more to say? Yeah, next time. Next time. All right, cool. This is why we it's important to be pillars in society, in our communities, is that, you know, we do have a responsibility to to do better and to share. Yeah, so I think I think for me, today, this week is done. I, I do got some things planned out for uh, Black History Month, uh, from which I'm excited about. And if you do listen to the podcast, you, li- you live in the city of Toronto and you feel like uh, we have a missing piece somewhere, you want to come up, no problem. You know what I mean? This is really open, and I really want to say thanks to everybody tuning in. Uh, the response has been incredible. Ne- never in my in my life would I think that we'll be able to even touch five people, let alone a lot of y'all um, The tune in every week. And I also want to give a shout-out to my cousin uh, living in uh, Tunisia. Uh, your shirt is on the way. I did not forget about you, uh, but, you know what I mean, is that I guess I sent the first shirt and it didn't make it, but... I'll be sure to send you the follow-up. You know what I mean? So um, one last thing. I really want to remind you all, February 9th, if you are in the city of Toronto, there is a Black History Month concert series. So it's happening at Royal Ontario Museum, 5th floor, under Queens Park in Toronto. Uh, I will be hosting that event that day. So please, if you're in the city of Toronto, uh, come check me out and let's shake hands and everything like that. So uh, this is it. And uh, once again, thanks, everybody, for tuning in every week. Uh, this is the Activated Podcast, a.k.a. the People's Platform. And uh, y'all officially have been activated. Peace. <laughs>